NEI Hoops Report, the number one rated NEI basketball coverage in the world, is proud to present the Road to Muni podcast with Junior and Pat. Hello, NEI Hoops Nation, and, and welcome to the Road to Muni podcast. We are uh, on to the uh, GCAC uh, men's basketball uh, tournament, and uh, uh, we are going to uh, talk about, uh, you know, this is always an interesting league just because I, I do feel, uh, Pat, that, uh, you know, this is just a league that we don't hear a ton about over the course of the year, and um, I know a lot of these guys are, are actually playing on, on HBCU uh, Plus page now, uh, uh, an account that uh, plays a lot of the video or a lot of the uh, ga- videos of the game, you know, the, the where you can the live feeds, I should say, um, in a televised manner, which is really cool because um, I, I know a lot of these games uh, were playing on, on like Facebook Live and stuff. And so uh, when you have an HBCU conference, it's cool to see them uh, get their own channel now. And um, it's cool to see a lot of these games played. And it's allowed me to watch a lot more uh, GCAC basketball this year as well. Um, you know, starting off, uh, you know, you got a, a Tougaloo team that is a one loss team um, and, and, you know, floating around in the, in the 20, you know, unofficially 26 in the polls right now. Uh, but, you know, when you have one, one loss team and then, uh, uh, you know, you're not in the top 25, uh, it kind of says a little bit about the, the strength of schedule they've, they've played. Uh, but I still think this is a, a very good team. And then, uh, um, you know, I, we, we talk about all these leagues and the, and the national scale. And I, I think that, uh, this is another league that a lot of teams are going to be very, very big Tougaloo Bulldog fans because uh, I do think Tougaloo, you know, if they do lose in this bracket, it'll be their second loss of the year. Um, they they probably most likely get an at-large bid. I can't see them not uh, with, with everything else that's happened with them this year. Um, so, which which mean if they lose that another team's getting in and it's going to be bid stealers. So, uh, it's going to be a fun, fun bracket. I, I do think that there's, you know, outside of Tougaloo, uh, I think that Dillard and Flanner Smith, uh, um, if you look at their uh, RPI ratings and, and stuff like that, they certainly are teams that uh, uh, can sneak away a, a GCAC tournament championship as well. So, um, you know, those are probably the main three. I know that there's some others in here that uh, certainly could pull off some upsets, and we'll see what happens. But uh, um, probably two galoos to lose, but uh, certainly uh, maybe not as heavy favorites as some of these other leagues. Yeah, maybe the least talked about 26-1 team in America is, is Tougaloo. And, you know, you bring up strength of schedule, and at some point you got to think, well, you know, you, you win the games that are in front of you, right? You, what your record says you are. And any team that goes 26-1 and one and undefeated in league play certainly is something, you know, to be proud of. But, you know, Tougaloo is not going to be content with that. You want to finish, you know, the season the, the way it deserves to be finished with, a conference championship and then a national tournament berth. But yeah, I mean, they have just absolutely dominated the GCAC from start to finish. And, and you mentioned, you know, Flanders Smith and Dillard as, as two contenders. The Stiller team won three games in a row to end the season. So are they hot at the right time? Can, can they figure out a way to take down Tougaloo? And yeah, one of the all time bid steals, right? That this would be, you know, chaos for many if. Tougaloo ends up not this, this conference tournament gets an at-large and then, you know, the, the winner steals a bid from, you know, one of those bubble teams. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just, I'll just say it, it'll be flat wrong if, if Tougaloo lost and they got left out of the Nash tournament. Uh, um, I, I don't care who you're playing in front of you. If you're a two loss team, I mean, you gotta, 
you know, upsets happen in the tournaments. I mean, we've seen them all over the place. Uh, um, you know, I just think that we're in a position right now where uh, at the NEI level, um, you know, would you like to see them play, see what they have against some other teams? Sure. But have they handled their business for the most part? Yeah. I mean, they, they're one loss team. So uh, if they don't get in and they, if they lose and they don't get that out of the out of bid for the GCAC, um, I can't see the committee leaving them out. So uh, otherwise, it'd just be uh, again. I'll go on record to say it's just flat wrong to leave them out if they don't get in. So, uh, but moving on, you know, just to to some uh, interesting points. You know, it's it's cool to see uh, this is a, a league that uh, you know dwindled down on teams uh, uh, leaving uh, the the league and leaving any eyes. So it was cool to see. Uh, uh, well, one Suno come back. I know that. Uh, uh, you know, they're a team that got rid of athletics uh, for a few years just because of, of some of the hurricane damage and stuff that hit them. Um, and they weren't just didn't have the funding to uh, to get everything back facility wise. And, and uh, uh, so they actually cut a lot of athletics for a while. This is their first year back. So uh, even as the eight seed, it's cool to see uh, Suno have a basketball team again. I think that uh, uh, there's a lot of people, uh, especially down in Louisiana and in New Orleans, that, uh, um, you know, it means a lot to them to have have this program back. So I just wanted to. Uh, give a shout out to them and then uh even the oakwood uh um i wasn't sure you know you know it's hard to hard to get some information sometimes in the in the nei and i knew that oakwood was a part of the gcac this year uh, but i wasn't sure if they were able to uh participate in postseason play but uh here they are as a seven seed so they certainly got in and um, I, I do think they're a team that uh, uh you know they play some tough uh, play some good opponents tough and uh just a, a team that uh uh, I think as they, as they get a little bit further in first year in the NEI, I think that uh, as they get uh, uh, some some more uh, uh, recruits and different stuff at the NEI level, uh, maybe a team to kind of keep an eye on over the next few years. But uh, I do think this is a three-horse race. Um, you know, I mentioned Tugaloo, Dillard, and, and Philander Smith already. Uh, but I'll just go ahead and give it a, give maybe a team outside of that uh, uh, that can maybe make a run. And, uh, and I'm going to go with the five-seed Rust. I just uh, – you know, this is a squad that, uh, uh, you know, on the women's side, they have, they have a really good women's program. And, and uh, you know, I think that they, this Rust team, uh, um, you know, certainly can string together a couple wins. And uh, uh, they first got to knock off Wiley, you know, but uh, um, all neutral court games here and, and with these games tipping off tonight. But uh, uh, certainly, you know, for a league, again, that, that not a lot of people know about, um, you know, maybe, maybe a surprise team comes out of here uh, like the Rust Bearcats. Yeah, that's a good call. And, you know, when you think about teams can make a run outside of Tougaloo, Russ certainly is one. But I want to go back to that Dillard team who, you know, finished the year on a good note. Can they just win a few more in a row, right? Can they, you know, it's interesting how teams are able to hit the reset button a little bit here between the end of the regular season and the beginning of the conference tournament. So whether it's, you know, no pun intended, Russ versus Russ, um, I'll shut myself to the door, but, um, <laughs> you know, the Dillard team, is the magic still there? Is the momentum still there? Winning three in a row, can they find a way, you know, to, to regain their confidence and, and, you know, keep that streak alive? So if, if there's a team that can knock off two glue, I think that Dillard team certainly is one to watch. Yeah, I, I like that Dillard team a lot. And I, uh, I think their their talent. I think Philander Smith has some has some talent too. Um, I, you know, I, I'm rooting for Tougaloo, and I and I just think that they're a a team. You know, uh, um, you know, as a one loss team, you, you kind of wonder just 
you know, maybe they are a team that has a little bit of a chip on their shoulder coming into this one, um, just from the sense that, you know, we're, we're going to see a team that, you know, maybe in their mind, I'm sure that they deserve, they think that they deserve to be a top 25 team. And when you see the final poll come out and, and you're not, uh, you, you know, 26 is great, but you're not inside that, that official top 25. You just wonder if maybe Tuglu, uh, that's the, that's the extra edge that they needed here. Uh, to go into this tournament to be like, okay, now it's our time to go again and and show everybody that we do belong. So um, I just think that's a, a, maybe an interesting point to to look at. You know, maybe I'm not saying that they wouldn't play it as hard or you know wouldn't play hard if they were a top 25 team, but uh, um, certainly a, a team maybe you know that just got left out of this final poll. Uh, maybe maybe they just come out with something to prove here. So um, going to be a fun little tournament. Uh, I know it's a quick one, three games in three days here. Uh, but uh, get get started, tipped off uh, later today, and if uh, you get a chance to check it out, uh, make sure uh, you tune in.